side effects of prostate cancer can be awkward and embarrassing, um, but these side effects are, are often temporary and manageable. And in a survey conducted by Ipsen in conjunction with um, two um, prostate cancer charities, Prostate Cancer Research and Tackle Prostate Cancer, we know that only 1% of men feel comfortable about talking about these things with their best mates, something that affects their, their whole life. Um, and their quality of life, only 1%. But when you put the same men with a group of men going through a similar experience of prostate cancer and experiencing the side effects of treatments, 69% of them are only too happy to open up and share um, their, their feelings, which is an important part of, of, of the treatment of prostate cancer. Yeah. Do, do you think it's something to do with, I'm a man and I'm not going to talk about it? Because women yeah, seem to be, women do seem to be much better at talking about these sort of problems, don't they? Not that they get prostate cancer, of course, but it, when they get breast cancer, they do yeah. seem to open up uh, more than men do with prostate cancer. Absolutely. In in the last few decades, women have been much more grown up about this. Um, they are the natural carers, I suppose, but men need to get more in touch with their feminine side in that regard and, and talk frankly about their health because there's nothing to be, there should be no taboos anymore. Um, you know, this, this is something that impinges on men's, I suppose, their idea of their masculinity, but it, it needn't. They, they, they need to, to be more mature about um, having those conversations, not just with the people close to them, but with the healthcare professionals, finding out as much information as possible, um, it, not just about the disease itself, but about the potential side effects and getting through them. Yeah, because what men got to realise, it, it is something which can be cured. I had radiotherapy for mine, but there are options as well. I suppose it, it depends on the stage and, of course, the Gleason score as well. I was lucky. I was a Gleason 6, so radiotherapy did the trick for me. But some men can have the prostate removed. Uh, others can have uh, brachytherapy and uh, hormonal therapy as well. Absolutely. And some men can just have watchful waiting um, so that if a small cancer is, is slow growing and contained within the capsule of the prostate gland, it may be that nothing needs to be done immediately. Um, they can carry on and it's just monitored. Um, we know that some people have aggressive cancers at a young age. Some people have slow growing ones at a, an older age. So everybody is different. So it's it's very individualized uh, treatment. And um, as I say, finding out more about where you stand as an individual is vital, absolutely vital. Yeah. Uh, would you would, I mean, I think that men over the age of 50 should be screened more uh, at this very simple PSA test. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, Dr. Hillary? Yeah, David will have his views on this. The problem with, with any kind of screening is that um, it, nothing is perfect and, and there will be false positives uh, and false negatives. So the question is, when does it become um, economically and medically useful uh, to start screening for prostate cancer with a test that isn't 100% accurate? Um, so I, the situation at the moment is, as I believe, men over 50 can ask for a PSA blood test to screen for prostate cancer, provided they know that the results are, are, are not on one test 100% um, reliable, then those tests are, are useful and it's your right to ask for one on the NHS. If you have serial tests every um, couple of years, for example, then an elevate, an ele a rising level of PSA is, is much more significant than a one-off test. 
Mine at the moment is uh, 0.3 on, on my last one. So, uh, very good. Yeah, apparently uh, very good. Shall we bring in David then? Uh, David James. Uh, good afternoon to you, David. Hi, good afternoon. Yeah. So, of course, we've just heard there from Dr. Hilary Jones about uh, uh, prostate cancer. And um, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about, let's talk about the hard things. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit more about that? Absolutely, yes. So, you know, as Dr. Hillary said, you know, prostate cancer and, and the way it's treated does cause both physical and emotional side effects. And, and these affect a lot of men. And, and, and as, you know, as you mentioned, a lot of men are embarrassed to talk about them. Um, but this campaign is about helping break down the taboos associated with these side effects. So we've launched a series of, of powerful videos, which uh, you can see on our website, and, and I'll, I'll give you that in a second. Um, but it, it, it's showcasing different pairings of, of people who've been affected by prostate cancer in different ways, talking about how they, um, talking with their friends, talking with their family, talking with their healthcare professional, talking with their peers and at support groups of, of other men who've been diagnosed with prostate cancer, how that's helped them both you know, physically and, and with their mental and emotional side effects as well. Um, so I'd really encourage anyone um, to, to check these out. Um, our website where you can do that is pcr.org.uk. And then also there's um, signposting to support facilities, whether that's how to find your nearest support group um, run by our partner Tackle Prostate Cancer, um, or a national helpline if you want someone to talk to. And also, it, it, we also have resources on how to have conversations, um, you know, not just for patients, but also for family, friends and others around them, you know, it, to help you have those conversations that might seem challenging, but that are, are really important because we all have a part to play in normalizing these discussions and, and banishing these taboos. Yeah, because we're talking about uh, erectile dysfunction, of course, loss of libido, that sort of thing. And uh, you can understand to a certain extent why men still find it difficult to talk about these things, but it is key to it. And of course, when men get together, if they are quite open about having this discussion, uh, another man might say, well, I'm having symptoms. I'm finding it difficult to go to the toilet, for example. And it might help so many others as well to, to get diagnosed nice and easy because this is the essential thing to get that diagnosis early. Absolutely. It, it, it's not just about, um, you know, helping the, obviously that's a huge part of this is helping those currently living with prostate cancer to manage their, their, their symptoms and their side effects. But also, you know, the, the, the sort of positive outcome of that will be the more we talk about this disease, the more that uh, people will be aware of it, that people will know what the symptoms are, will be able to, as you say, you know, recognize, I need to go and talk to my GP about this. I need to talk about um, you know, these symptoms I'm having, not just to sort of sit on the symptoms, um, you know, to, it's so important. Yeah. If we can just have a, a quick final check into Dr. Hillary, if we can. Uh, treatments have improved immensely over the last sort of 10 years. Uh, the life expectancy for a man now uh, having been diagnosed with prostate cancer and received that treatment uh, has improved immensely. Absolutely. There's a wider choice of treatments. Um, they tend to be better targeted treatments um, and there can be combinations of treatments. So research all the time is looking to minimize side effects, maximize um, the um, efficacy, uh, and we're getting there. Um, it, 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 um, it will improve further as we go forward. Screening may come in. We get better screening um, tests. Um, they are becoming increasingly sensitive uh, and reliable. So the future is bright, but there's a long way to go.
Right. And finally, uh, David, if you could give us uh, all the details, the email address, how people, because there's some powerful videos available as well. Yes, sure. So the website is pcr.org.uk, where you can go uh, check out these videos. But if you want to call someone to talk to someone, you, there's a, a free national helpline, which you can uh, reach. It's 0800 035 5302. Or you can email helpline at tackleprostate.org. So we'd encourage you to, to do one of those things. Brilliant. David James, Dr. Hilary Jones, thank you very much indeed for joining us on GTFM this afternoon. Thank you both. Thanks, Gareth. Stay well. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.